Welcome back to Moonbeaming. It is the end of February. I can't believe it, but kind of can. I'm not sure. I hope that you got to be in as many flow states as possible. That was the theme in many moons for February, and it felt really resonant. It definitely felt resonant to me as I am trying to get back into the flow of the most presenced, meaningful life I can cultivate now at this time. And so I hope that you are able to enjoy some of that as well. I've also, probably just like you, I've been preoccupied with the occupation, the occupation in Palestine, the genocide in Palestine. This has been just a time of such heartbreak and sorrow. It's been the first genocide I think we've seen broadcasted. And for me, as an American Jewish person who, like many of the Jewish people I know, have ties to Israel and are also not interested in Zionism or continuing on violence, continuing on trauma, it's been a lot. It's been a lot to parse through internally and externally. I've been incredibly grateful for so many organizers. I've been attending, if not now, LA's protests and actions. And I've been attending Palestinian organized protests. It's been very heartening to see so many people mobilizing and organizing to support a ceasefire and to support the end of the occupation. And I just wanted to state this because I realized that I've heard from folks how disappointed they are that they haven't heard from people talking about this or sharing about what they're doing about this. And I have so much to say about that, like that silence. I also know that people think of me as someone who teaches in spirituality. I don't really think of myself in that way. I'm going to be honest. I just think of myself as a human being. Again, I'm going to save that for my therapist. I'll save it for another, an essay or long form piece, not this podcast. I very much felt like I've stepped away from that in the last like six or seven months. But again, that's just my process. And also, I understand that people might view me as someone who teaches in the spiritual realm. And there's been a divide or a separation or an omission from a lot of political things in a lot of spiritual things. And I just want to remind you that everything is political. If you are able to turn away from suffering, that is often because you are privileged, right? I'm making broad statements, but I'm just sharing from my heart right now, unscripted. You know, 
it is part of a spiritual practice to do less harm and to create less suffering. And whenever possible, it is our responsibility to help to end suffering, especially if we are not the ones suffering. There's so much more I could say about this, about universal laws and energetics and reciprocity and the interconnectedness of everyone on this planet, but I'll leave it there. So if you too are in grieving and mourning about what is happening in Palestine and in other parts of the world, I see you and I'm with you. If you need to do more research and educate yourself about what's going on, I recommend you do so. And it's always a good time to stand in solidarity and to use your voice and to take action in the world to begin to create a world you want to live in. There is a simultaneity, is that a word? (laughs) There is a simultaneous destruction in creation happening. There are people who are living in very, very old, very archaic timelines and paradigms that are not working. And the reason why they're not working are because they're not working for everybody. They're not working for most people. They're certainly not working for the earth herself. And then there are all these other folks who are in different paradigms and timelines who are trying to create more whole worlds. And we have to do that internally. We have to do that externally. We must do it separately and we must do it together. That's what I have to say about this for now. I may do another episode on it. I may invite someone on to talk about this. I'm not quite sure what my place is. I'm figuring that out as well, just probably like you are. I know I did want to say something. I wanted you to hear my voice saying something about this because it's been months and months and months. And in my own life, I've been very much consumed with this and taking action around this often daily. I know I I don't know that I've shared it on this podcast. Let's move on now to today's episode. This is an interesting week and interesting episode because I felt really called to share a secret episode I recorded for my patrons back in September. If you are my patron of Boonbeaming, thank you very much. You are the reason why I can keep doing this podcast. And as a thank you, people get monthly meetups and they also get two secret minisodes. And in these minisodes, I'm often just channeling, sharing. I usually don't have an agenda. It's not scripted. 
and people tend to really love them. So I wanted to share it with you. Just a little note about the sound quality. I record these very off the cuff and you will hear my lovely studio cricket. There is a cricket that comes in at night in my home studio. So you'll hear a cricket or two in the background. No, it is not a mistake. It is just a friend of the Moonbeaming pod. So without further ado, here is an episode about getting over either or thinking what to do to rehabilitate your dreams and some other inspirations and suggestions for you. Enjoy. Hi, everyone. Welcome to September's mini-sode. I'm so happy to be with you. I feel so grateful to get to share off the cuff. I have no notes. I have no bullet points for this month's mini-sode. I just have a few things I'd like to say to you. Happy new moon. Happy new year. For those of us who celebrate, I'll be celebrating all weekend the Jewish New Year. Happy almost equinox. Here we are again. You know, here we are. I often think of holidays and traditions and lunar phases at a certain time as a way to straddle the past, honor the past, and ground into the present moment as we summon the future. And at any time when we find ourselves in these demarcating moments, of which this is a fairly major one, right? We have an equinox, we have a new moon, we have just three lunations left in the year. Again, for myself and my tradition, we're celebrating the Jewish New Year. This the, this is a potent time, you know, and all of these things coinciding. I like to think that maybe our ancestors were onto something that we maybe didn't know, right? So maybe looking into ancestral traditions or definitions or meanings or creating a tradition in your own family or with yourself for this time might be really useful. We know that this time is quite synonymous with harvesting, with tending, with clearing, with really reflection, right? With really looking at where we are, thinking about what we might need to shift, what we might like to call in, And there's a couple things I then wanted to mention on this theme. The first is recalibrating dreams. I think this will be also a big theme because of the energetics of seven and the year that we're in. Sevens are very much about... I think I've said this before, but I'll say it again. It's that energy of you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. We want to be really mindful in seven years and seven times in the chariot 
in the sevens, in the minor arcanas, to not make similar decisions in a different way. Like there's a saying in New Age or in self-help that says, break up with the pattern, not the person. And that's the energy I'm talking about. And so often the decisions we'll make to address a situation we're in that we don't prefer, that we don't enjoy, is often mm, like putting a Band-Aid on the wound or creating another escape hatch, right? Like, for example, I'm going to try to bring this in the practical to ground it. Say you're in a job you don't really like or a job you feel like you've outgrown, And so you look for another job, but it's a job that's still sort of not going to make you stretch or not going to give you new life. It's like you're trading one situation that isn't awesome for a situation that might be better, maybe only because it's different or only because it's new. But like on paper, it might look different. It might prop up the ego, but you're sort of still hiding from yourself. You're sort of still not addressing the truth of the situation. And this is why the energy of this year has felt really stagnant for for some folks. It's why the energy of this year has been, for many, very uncomfortable, because we're being asked, and tasked to look at where we avoid, where we override, and really what the truth is. And for a lot of us, myself included, don't worry, she's in it too. We're really being asked to change things in a larger way. And we're also not quite sure what we might want. We're in a very odd time where many people have gone back to business as usual. Many people are still understanding we can't go back to business as usual. And many others are still just doing the best they can with what they have and with the circumstances that have popped up in the last few years. It's so like when I look at the energy on a larger level, it's really just all over the place. Some people have had the best three years. Some people have had the worst. For many of us, it's been like, yeah, can't complain. And also, I might have tamped my dreams down. I might have gotten too comfortable in the comfort zone. I might have gotten too accustomed to being in a freeze state or a constricted state or feeling like we're in the waiting room of a doctor that never seems to come. So we kind of have to be like one eye on the door and one eye just kind of in a holding pattern. This is very seven energy. And we often have to make the first move. This is the other thing with being in a seven. We often, like the universe or God or, you know, whatever your spirits, whatever your, you know, cosmology is, it's sort of like your move. The universe is like, you're like, please, God, goddess, please, spirit, 
you know, please, ancestors, give me a sign. Tell me what to do. And they're like, it's your move. It's your move. So what are you going to do? How are you going to be? And the reason why I'm bringing this all up now, and I know that I've brought it up multiple times on the pod, probably in classes, because it's such the energy that we're in, is we have to start where we are, and we have to start with our capacity, and we do have to, like, bit by bit, through the ways in which we relate to ourselves and to the level in which we can acknowledge and be with the truth, the truth of who we are, the truth of who we are not, the truth of, like, how we've been being or what we've been avoiding or, you know, what our capacity is, that's really where we start. And then we layer on kindness, compassion, excitement, all of that stuff as we begin to like rehabilitate our dreams. And that's really the image I have been getting from the universe and seeing. Um, so I'm a psychic. And the way that I often receive information are in either like weird vibe energies. I can't explain it. It's like I go into this other realm and there's this like beyond language mm, portal I'm kind of in and I kind of am parsing out the energy and it's, I have to like translate it to English, which is the only language I can speak fluently, even though it's above and beyond or different. So that's one way. Some of you who have been in readings with me, like have seen me kind of trying to like, kind of like when you're trying to interpret a tarot card. And then the other way that the interpretations, the reads come in are through images or situations or circumstances, which is so I can share them with you so you can understand a metaphor for this time. And so I got this image of an animal in a cage being rehabilitated. And that's your dreams. That's your hopes. That's your true self. That's you know, and again, this is not for everyone. Again, a lot of folks are doing amazing, you know, like I live with someone who's like doing amazing, like, you know, I mean, like very much in a peak of their life. And I have a couple of friends who are also they're they're like, you're doing amazing, sweetie, you're doing amazing. You're So if you're doing amazing, please keep doing amazing and pass that energy on to those of us who are kind of in the middle, you know, who are okay but are like, keep being ready. And so this image that I want to give to you that hopefully is expansive, hopefully is like, will help you and you can tend to it, especially on this Virgo new moon, which is like Virgo to me is many things. But the archetype of Virgo very much is synonymous with tending and nurturing and really in an exact, precise, necessary and efficient way you know, it's simple, it's elegant, it's restorative, it's really getting right to the point of what the person needs. It's not fluff. It's like not going to dance around with niceties. It's going to be like, oh, you need rose hips or like, oh, let me make you some tea or, you know, whatever that might be, right? You can tell I love Virgo. I have a lot of Virgo in my chart. So anyway, Our dreams are an animal in a pen or a cage being rehabilitated, but 
for anyone who's ever rehabilitated an animal or who has a rescue, right? Like I've only had rescues. There's this period of time the animal doesn't trust you. The animal is really scared. The animal doesn't know what's going on. And for some of us, some of our parts or our dreams are like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know about all this. And so we have to make our dreams or certain aspects of ourself or our parts trust us. And we do that through consistency. We do that through tuning in to what exactly it is that we need, what these parts of ourselves need, what our dreams need, what we have the capacity for. And we focus like really singly. And in the theme of being a maximalist and a Virgo lover and a heavy Virgo placement person who's like has ADHD and loves many different things. Please like think of your life and your days and what you're doing as all these disparate streams that are still coming into nurture the one. Like, so you have this one dream, maybe it's to proceed in some level of your career or think about a move, you know, whatever this like thing that's been tugging at you, it's been tugging at you for many of us since before 2020. Okay, what can you do foundationally? It's very much tower, which is our teacher card of the year. And what are the different things that like might not seem that that you're tending the dream, but really are? Is it health? Is it getting more water? Is it getting more sleep? Is it attuning your energetic field when you're dropping your kids off or when you're going into the grocery store or when you're sitting down to work at a job you might not love or doing things you may not love? Like, What are the different things you can do to restore your energetic field, to restore your aura, to restore your like sense of yourself of like, yeah, I'm that person, you know, I'm that bee. This is who I am and I can do this. As you also begin to like allow that dream that's being rehabilitated to trust you, to like put the paw out towards you, you know, from the cell or come closer to you. For many of us, that's what's going on. And again, if this doesn't resonate with you, it's not for you. And then the last part that I wanted to say, and this came up during a client reading, and then of course, like gangbusters, it came up for me a couple of days later, which is how this works. And now I want to share with you, this is a little thing to think about to prepare for Libra season post this new moon or like in tandem, you know, just something to think about. Where in your subconscious, where in your psyche, where in that scared dream that's being rehabilitated, that's not completely trusting, do you believe that if you do X, Y will happen? Meaning like, if you give yourself more joy or you allow yourself to try something you wanted to try, then not cool things will happen like they happened in the last few years, right? Really parse out because I'm like, you can't see me, but I'm holding up both my hands like the scale. Not awesome things 
don't happen because you've been enjoying your life. Not awesome things happen because life is chaos and not awesome things happen in your life, but it doesn't have anything to do with how there's not like some joy or abundance to, you know, heartbreak and scarcity balance in the universe. That like justice is a card that reminds us that that's actually not the case. It's not fair, you know? That's what they, what do they say? Like, it's always so sad when, you know, bad things happen to good people. There's no rhyme or reason in the scales of justice, even though we want to make them up and give ourselves rules around it, right? Of like mm, deservingness or, or some kind of odd balance or hiding or whatever that might be. What you need to do is tell yourself that both can happen both things can be true. It's quite arbitrary. So maybe you're storehousing joy. Maybe you're storehousing rest. Maybe you're storehousing, you know, whatever freedoms you've been granted or privileges you've been granted. And you can like spread them around and and help other people if you have the capacity. To me, that's much more what justice is about. It's it's us making our own balance, so to speak. So the other ask around this time is to rummage around in the files of your subconscious and the files of your psyche. Uh, so I'll share mine because here we are, right? It, it might spark something in you. Mine was like going back very old childhood, but maybe ancestral is like, very, it's very like puritanical too. I'm from New England. Is like you can't enjoy things until you've worked really hard. Like until the house is clean, until you know the chores have been done, until the emails have been responded to, until the blah 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 has been figured out, then you can enjoy things. Then you can make things you want to make. Like it's always been like that. And it's been very much reinforced with the kinds of work I had and having a separation from my more artistic and creative work and my work work for money work. And I'm trying to unravel that. And I have been unraveling that a lot. And my conscious mind believes it. And I have proof, like I literally have evidence and yet my like subconscious self or my ancient self or my inner child or you know my manager parts but whatever your cosmology is like you get it still like kind of doesn't believe it and so i've been like the the animal like the dream animal and in the holding cell i've been like working with that part of me to be like see no, it's okay. We can have fun. See, we can, you know, make things easier and more fun and more playful. And I've been doing that all year. And I'm, I'm like up against the edge of, uh, on the side of a breakthrough. And I have a feeling that in the next few weeks, I will in fact have some kind of energetic breakthrough around it. And that's why I'm super stoked that protection magic is around the bend because I've already started with my protection magic practices and techniques and it's just been really, really good. 
I'm going to be talking about that soon in the sense of like when we're in periods of reinvention, that's when we need the most protection. When we're in periods of our tender parts changing and maybe not running the show, then we need more protection. We need more energetic hygiene. So hopefully this is all making sense. Hopefully it's not too much for you. On a light note, just think about some of the rules you've made up for yourself that you can shed. You know, oh, I have to do this first, or I can't bring this part of me to this part of my life, or you know what? This is a really weird rule I've created. Why? Why is that? And do I need it anymore? Right? Is this serving me anymore? That would be something to contemplate over the next couple of weeks and then make little tweaks to whatever feels good in your capacity. I'm sending you tons of love and thanks for being here. I really appreciate it. Okay, friends, that's what we've got for this week's episode. Thank you to everyone listening. If you haven't joined the Patreon yet and you'd like to support the show, the link will be in the show notes. Thank you so much for being here. I'm sending you so much love. Until next week, bye for now.